And that's what she said. Uh, welcome to another episode of Fill My Home. My name is still Phil Balabanos, and today on In the Hole, I guess. I don't know. i got to figure out an interesting catchphrase for this. Uh, today in the Hole, we have Tony. Uh, Tony Kariotis. Uh, I have a hard time pronouncing Greek names not in Greek. So I just sound worse than most of the wasps, you know. I'm like, Mr. Kariotis, welcome to the program. Thank you for having me, man. Yeah, Kariotis, if you want to say it in Greek. Yeah, we'll say Antonios Kariotis of the yeah. land of Korea. Uh, so <laughs> to- Tony is an interesting fellow. I don't actually know Tony that well. That well, I don't know Tony at all. We just met th- like three minutes ago, officially, for the first time. Uh, but we came into contact on Instagram, I believe. Correct me if I'm wrong, Tony. Uh, yes, through sir. the Film Hellions account that I run. Yes. Which, if anyone doesn't know what that is, I don't push it often because it's a pretty niche thing. It's basically an Instagram community for filmmakers and photographers and content creators of Greek origin or from Greece. Just for us to like exchange oh. shit. Uh, I'll put a link for that if you guys want to follow it. And through there, I discovered uh, Greece. So Tony actually owns the Instagram handle I am Greece, right? Is that yeah? And he, one and and Greece. He also owns Greece. So you're speaking to the the oligarch of the Hellenic people today, Tony. He owns Greece. So okay, they count at Greece. They count. So at Greece. Let's let's start there. How how did you manage that, and how have they not come for you yet? Um, I'm gonna give you the same answer I give everyone. I get this question obviously. Yeah. Right place, right time. Eyes lit wide open when it worked. And I was just like, holy crap, I have the account called Greece. Did, did, have they ever reached out? Have, like, they no, no, never, no eh? the government or anything. I get a bunch of like Instagrammers that want to buy it all the time. And I just, I just ignore those texts. Do uh, you think they're legit? Um, yeah, they're probably legit offers because I'm sure people want. That people that are that have great accounts and they know how to work the market, they see an account like Greece, they could probably do wonders with it if they they know what they're doing. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's true. But like, I, I would never go so far as to say the Greek government is very developed uh, as far as like the web goes. They're okay, like, whatever. Right. They're a small Balkan nation, um, but they have a really developed tourism industry. Like I've seen. Yeah. I don't know if you saw their press conference yesterday. I guess you may have been in transit when it happened. Yeah, I caught. A uh, short glimpse of it. I saw Mitsotakis was with the in the Santorini with yeah, the like fire and, in the sky. Yeah, like, yeah, that uh, was that was like Game of Thrones type of. That uh, was yeah, it was there. Yeah. They they must have a new PR firm because yeah, that was yeah, yeah, I've yeah. never seen anyone do anything yeah. like that, and it was. No, I'm pretty sure they do actually. Uh, they did do revamp the tourism about they a did, year huh? ago. Yeah, they brought so in tur- some new young minds. So new young guys, if you want the at Greece account, it's here. Yeah. And uh, he's not—he's not selling it. He's just not selling not it. Not available. So, 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 why do you need it? Like, what? What is it? So, I know you have a company called Grease Media. Yes. So, what? What exactly? Because to me, it seems like the dreams I had as a child of like getting up and hanging out on a beach and somehow yeah. getting paid for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it seems like you've done that to some uh, extent. Like, it, where are you from? Yet. It, not yet. It's, it's it's still in development. Um, I've done some pretty cool collaborations that have brought in great value, but um, still building the aspect of the company called Reese Media. And I think by 2021, the services will be rolling with what I even envisioned. So I don't like to use this platform as a way to like promote things. And I don't care if people want to self-promote. That's fine. But I'm legitimately and genuinely like, what the hell is your service offering? Um, <laughs> and I mean that with all due respect. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, there's yeah. going to be some unique things. We're going to have um, curated travel experiences. Mm-hmm. I have a few people that specialize in, in that that are going to come on board and build these packages where, let's say, a family of five want to go to Greece. And they say, we have two weeks, three weeks. Tell us what we need to do. This package will have the connection set with the hotels, the restaurants you're going to dine at, the, the, the sites you want to go see with ticket uh, specials to go see these sites. So it'll just be, you buy this package, you go on vacation, we take care of everything. That's one aspect of um, the company. So, so like bespoke Greece vacations. I'm sorry? Bespoke Greece vacations, basically. Yes. Yeah. Okay, cool. That's pretty cool. I'm sure there's uh, a massive market for that. There is, and I've, we've done the research, and it is actually something that's 
heavily searched on uh, Google and search engines. So there's definitely a market for that. And um, between myself that, I mean, I spend my island, my summers island hopping. So I've seen a lot of stuff and I've met some people that know just as much or if not more. So we can, we've discussed these travel package ideas. Um, and then other things are gonna be films that promote Greece travel, photography, um, and podcasts uh, that can, it can bring in revenue in different ways. That's not more of a service, but it can be, yeah, yeah, for sure. it'll be more of a l learn Greece through digital content, learn what it's all about, learn the history, learn the travel sites, how, how, to how have they not, not reached out to you for the handle i don't think not, they need the handle not for the handle but i mean you're basically doing what the tourism industry should be doing oh, right, right, right. No, yeah like I, I think, they should just buy you at this point <laughs> i think it, they can eventually find out i think they <laughs> there's no way that they haven't seen what i'm doing um but no it, one at the high level has reached out if they haven't, they should be fired. Like, it's that simple. I remember the first interaction we had, I was like, this is interesting. I made this account for, for Greek creators, and the Greek government found me, and they seem nice. We're, like, having a conversation. I'm like, this is not the Greek government. Like, very quickly, I was like, this is a, this is a guy. This is a random guy. Who is this guy? <laughs> Where are you from, yeah. Tony? <laughs> I'm sorry? Where are you actually from? And I don't mean, like, you know, which village did your, yeah, your yeah, no, ancestors I come from? I mean, in the world. Uh, I, I lived in Boston most of my life, basically all of it. Um, about a year ago, I moved to New York. Okay. Um, and then when the pandemic hit on March 11th, I was like, I need to get out of here. And by Friday the 13th, I was out of town. And I went back to Boston until things quieted down. But by the time things started yeah. to quiet down, it was time to come to Greece. That seems like a safer place to be during this weird time. Yeah, I went, I yeah. went to a suburb in Bo south of Boston rather than being, I was in Brooklyn, like one stop away from Manhattan. So like and, in Astoria? Um, no, just south of Astoria, not far. Yeah. But that night I ended up actually back in Astoria at a uh, Greek, uh, a, friend in, a friend of mine uh, who were out at some event and then we were like, let's hit Greek town. And we went down to uh, one of the bazooka there. Honestly, for anyone watching who's like not Greek or who's never experienced Greek town in New yeah. York, like in Astoria, yeah. it's a fucking scene. Yeah. Like it is, it is out of this world. It's like the twilight zone. I've had yeah, some yeah. really great times in Astoria. Yeah, yeah. I don't remember all of them, but they were great. <laughs> I remember feeling happy after. Yeah, they usually yeah. end up at Caprice for most of the night. Yeah, Caprice, yeah, <laughs> right under the overpass. Yes, I've yeah. been there. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I've seen a single boob there once. Just one, <laughs> not both, not the pair. Uh, <laughs> Caprice, wow, I haven't heard that name in yeah. years. Yeah. Sorry. Um, no, but Boston, yeah, Boston also has a huge Greek community. Actually, yeah. most of, uh, I have a lot of relatives in Boston, now that I think okay. of it. And I've spent a lot of time there because... It seems that when the governments were paying Greek immigrants to come to the New World, to the West, mm -hmm. like, I guess Boston reached out directly to my grandfather's village because yeah. they all went to Boston except him. He came here. He's like, ah, they're all there. I'm going to go somewhere else. Yeah. So, yeah. like, I've, I've spent a lot of time in Boston growing up. Not, not in Boston proper, but, like, uh, like in, you know, like Lynn, Massachusetts, okay. Peabody, yeah, no, all these small towns yeah. in New England. Yeah. Yeah, like, and the Cape, obviously. All Greek Canadians go to the Cape. Oh, yeah. dude, I didn't know that. Yeah, that's yeah. where the Kennedys went, so that's where we go, right? right? Yeah, yeah. The, the water smells funky, and it's kind of cold. <laughs> um, all right, so you're basically Greece's tourism agency. They just don't know it yet, which is cool. I like yeah, that. I mean, they, 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 honestly, they have stepped up their game. Um, For sure, yeah. But, I mean, I just feel like I, I just bring my flavor. I have my view on it, and I do it my way. No, I've seen some. I, I saw your your film series. The actually, I, I'm not gonna lie, I didn't watch it, but I know that I'm aware of it. I know yeah, you posted it. I just the film Hellions account has kind of fallen to the wayside in the, during gotcha. the pandemic because I've just been so swamped with like pandemic things and work. Right, uh, right. But yeah, Naked Santorini, right? Right. So yeah, that I, that I, seems I, like a really interesting. That that was shot this winter. It was in Greece for New Year's, and I hopped over to Santorini, grabbed, had my gear with me, and I wanted to shoot some sort of like quiet, meditative film. And I just figured yeah. an empty Santorini might be the perfect fit. 
do you have a background in video at all or you're just picking uh, it up as you go? i saw today you were actually testing some gear yeah it was, you had a ronin out i was assembling the ronin because i want to practice during quarantine so that I'm, how'd it go I, I had a ronin with me this winter and i tried playing with it i'm like i can't handle this thing so i just put it back in the bag and i just didn't touch it yeah they're uh they're finicky anyone who's listening it doesn't know what a ronin like he didn't have like a, a lone samurai with him it's a, it's a gimbal <laughs> by dji uh i love the footage that ronins give i hate using them assembling just, is a little difficult it's, yeah assembling it balancing it In heavy, yeah. look it's not it's look it's better than it was 10 years ago when you had a steady cam operator that you had to put in a suitcase like a whole man <laughs> with a whole 50 60 pounds of gear Right, right, but yeah, right. I understand. Like it, it can be very frustrating, and you can miss stuff because you're, right. you know, so focused on it. So yeah, so, you're just you're just kind of learning as you go, right? Yes and no. Uh, so back way back when, when I was in finished high school and I wanted to go on to college, I did actually go to school for TV communications, videography. Oh, okay. Um, but it was yeah, it was all behind the scenes work like running multi-camera studios and stuff like that. But mm -hmm. after I graduated, I didn't pursue it. I got into the family business and did that for about a little over 10 years, 10, 15 years, I ran the business. And then when you I was- you mind if I ask you what the family, is it Dinah's? It's not food, no. Okay, I was just curious. Uh, it's, uh, we make, we still, I still actually own the business, but I've taken a lesser role uh, so that I can work on what I want to do now. Yeah, right. Um, we make promotional products, custom printed t-shirts, embroidery, uh, trophies, awards. Oh, cool. The original Vista print. I like it. Yes, correct. <laughs> we do everything in-house. We don't outsource anything. Oh, that's Unless pretty cool. Unless it's time-consuming, we don't want to deal with it. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that. And then I got into real estate a few years after that. I still do that. Um, and now this Grease Media is more of a, let me see if I could turn a passion into something. And I have the backing to do it right now. So I'm willing to risk a couple of years to pull this off. Honestly, it's it seems like a pipe dream in my mind. Not the fact that you're doing it, but like I'm telling you, 18 year old Phil would have been like this. This is it. Maybe not the travel part. Like I don't, I haven't spent enough time in Greece to be able to say I can set you up with packages and yeah. like the time I've spent has been quality, like long periods well, at a time. I can't handle that part either. I, that part was. I know someone who's really good at that, put it that way. So yeah. I'm going to probably outsource that portion, but I think it's enough of a service to add to give it a little more flavor. Yeah, you throw your brand on top of it, and it kind of elevates the whole experience, right? Right. But where, where are you now, by the way? Are you in Athens? or I mean, yeah, Glifada in Athens. Oh, okay. What's, what's, what's it like down there now? Like, are people um, out? Greeks tend to not give a fuck, but they locked down really hard during yeah, quarantine. I was I, really impressed. <laughs> I, I haven't really been outside much. Oh, you're in isolation. Uh, yeah, I'm in isolation. Right. I did see it while I was driving to the hotel. Um, they let me drive to the hotel. I mean, they tell you to isolate. They're not checking on you, but I'm I not. I thought they were checking on you. They do and they don't. Uh, okay. I think a month ago, they were probably checking, or like two months ago. But right now, they're so close. Like today is the start of tourism season. So I think it got a little lenient where they're hoping that people do, don't like this is just yeah, my no no for sure uh, like we established you're not part of the government yeah know, i am not <laughs> except all the dms i was getting today uh because of the story i posted everyone's assuming i have government answers they're like can you answer this can you answer that i'm like okay i'm not the government but i so, try to give them the so best let's thing. let's do this let's do this properly right let's let's provide a public service uh <laughs> to some extent yeah, yeah. The last thing I want, obviously, is for Greece to get fucking no new tourists because that's bad for the country. Right. But uh, I also personally don't want Greek Americans coming. Well, I don't want Greek Americans anywhere. No, you know, <laughs> present company excluded, I guess, because I invited you here. No, they're, no, fuck them. They're worse. Um, no, I, I don't mean it personally. I just saying, no, I, we, I just, we don't have it dangerous. under control. Yeah, it's yeah. dangerous. Look, during the lockdown, as I was watching Greece get all this like incredible press about what a good job they're doing. Yeah. First of all, there's two parts of me in that situation. There's a part of me going, how is this happening? This can't be real life. How are Greeks following government directives? This yeah. is literally the most recalcitrant first people I've ever come up. Like they don't trust the government for good reason, for very good reason. 
And they were like, well, the government said we should stay in. And they did. Yeah. And no, they trust this new mind. government. No, they trust this new government. I don't know if they all trust this new government. I don't even know if do, I trust this new government. People that like have told me they the Greeks more more than there's more that trust in that don't. And I think it was the opposite before. Well, I I mean there was no trust. Then yeah. Tsipra came in and there was some trust trying to be rebuilt. Yeah. He tried at the beginning. Then he held a referendum and did the opposite of what the people voted. And then there was no trust again. Right. And then there was a refugee crisis. And then the, you know, the economy continued to deteriorate. So now we have, I don't, honestly, I don't know what to make of this new version of the new democracy. Like, uh, I haven't followed it closely enough. I think sometime I after the referendum, uh, I stopped caring to some extent. I was like, it's a puppet government for the IMF in my mind. Mm-hmm. Like, that's how it feels. That's how it felt, not how it feels right now. Um, hey, do you want to hear, before we go on, you want to hear my crazy conspiracy theory? It, it's completely theory. unfounded. I made yeah. it up one night. I'm like, this is a great, I'll throw this at Greek bars and people will be like, oh, the IMF did it. Right? Think of the countries that got hit the hardest in Southern yeah. Europe. They're the countries that fought back against bailouts the hardest. Greece is already destroyed. They own right. it. What else can you do to them? Let them yeah. sit this one out. Again, yeah. completely unfounded. I don't believe it. I just think it's a hilarious something. conspiracy theory. Got something. Maybe. Eh? <laughs> we'll talk about it after the recording. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, since you're in the government, we'll find out. <laughs> um, all right. So I want to know. So that was that one part of me, right? The how are they yeah. doing this? The other part of me is scared that because none of them caught it, when the women's come in, because that's what happens in the summer, ladies and, and not only ladies, but men and ladies visit Greece and they, anyone who's just listening and not watching, there's a lot of sex yeah. that happens in the summer yeah. in Greece. Yeah. I, I've known, I have cousins who literally, it's the only season they mate during. They just wait <laughs> for the non-locals to come in. So <laughs> what's going to happen? Like if none of them had it, isn't this just going like, to devastate the country? So here's my question to you. What was it like entering the country four or five days after most lockdowns ended? And, and where I'm at here in Montreal, in Quebec, which is like the fifth worst hit city in the world for some reason, uh, we're still partially locked down. Things are kind of open again, but we still yeah. have physical distancing happening and there's lineups and whatever. So tell me the story. Like you got on a fucking train and you went to Newark yeah, so I couldn't fly out of Boston, so I had to change my ticket to fly to Newark, New Jersey. So I had a 26-hour journey ahead of me. I had to get up, get on a train by 8.30 in the morning, take a four-and-a-half-hour ride to Newark, have a five-hour layover there, get on the plane, seven-and-a-half hours to Germany, um, six-hour wait there, um, and then another two-and-a-half degrees. But along the way... When I got onto the jumbo jet, everyone was masked. Um, there was a few people in spacesuits. Um, Sounds the, fun. All the service remained the same, just okay. with a few minor details of how it's handled, um, like the handing the cups and putting the trays on your tray and stuff like that. Okay. But it wasn't enough to say, "Oh, this sucks." No, I was like, "This is fine." Was um, it? A, was it a packed flight? Uh, I mean, from stateside. Flight. Full flight. Full flight. Yeah. So that's like what? Three hundred people? Four hundred people? Yeah, three four hundred wow. people. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't a double decker, but it was it was a wide body. That was. Uh, I remember. I think you posted it was like an A three A three thirty an Airbus. So it's like I think yeah. it's like two hundred and ninety people on that flight. Yeah, it, it yeah. should have been. That. It's a big yeah. flight. Um. Yeah. So all that stuff was routine. Not many people got up to like stretch or go to the bathroom. I was probably oh. the only person. I went to the bathroom like three times. I, I do it just to like break mentally of the long flight, go in there and just like, all right, now I'll go back to my just to move around. Yeah, I mean, no, uh, I completely, I would not be able to sit there for. Yeah. And, Wait, uh, just to backtrack a second, are there no direct flights anymore? Do you have to first land in Europe somewhere? Uh, right now, from the US, there's no direct flight to the Greece. Wow, that hasn't happened since the 70s. Yeah. That's no, crazy. They, yeah. Emirates canceled, Delta canceled, everything till July. Um, Who'd you fly with? KLM, I guess? Uh, Lufthansa. Lufthansa. Okay, Lufthansa, yeah. yeah. Not KLM, so sorry. They wouldn't, my ticket out of Boston was in late July and I changed it. And they said, if you change it, you're going to have to fly out of somewhere else because we're not coming to Boston until July. 
So I did that to New Jersey. So yeah, it was full. Everyone was in a mask. Uh, some people didn't even eat, so they didn't have to take their mask off. I, I, I ate everything. I, as you opportunity, should have. Any opportunity to take the mask down for a few minutes, I was for taking sure. it. Like, give me some more water. <laughs> you should have yeah. just uh, done what that woman did. Just cut a hole in the mask. Right? <laughs> yeah. No, at one point, because it's tough to breathe with this mask yeah. on. Yeah. Uh, Especially would, under pressure at I, elevation. I would lean against the window with like my pillow. I had like a backpack of a pillow, and I would just pull it down because I know they're not looking. They, no one even policed it. I'm like, I need like five minutes of just air, so I just pulled it down a little bit. But Oof. I knew that nobody else was, so I'm like, it's not a risk. Everyone. Yeah. Was to be completely honest, the filtration system in an airplane. Because think about it: when you fly, you're inhaling other people's farts for six, seven hours. That's what you're doing, right? And I was told that the the filtration is actually good for the situation. That, that's what I'm saying. It's, it's probably yeah. HEPA filters. They're probably yeah. better than the filters in like a car or whatever. Oh, so it's safer than an Uber. We're talking world class airlines here. Well, look. Hmm. Yes, yes, and no. But these airplanes are old. But I'm sure the filtration has been upkept obviously like it 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 need they needed to account for like bacterial and viral spread before we were all doing it they must have replaced the filtrations and i'm sure there's public information uh i wonder actually i'm not sure i don't know i'm gonna look into that somebody curious call them out on that like can you prove you've changed the filters this year i don't know if it's if it's the faa or if it's uh, what is it called in europe yes i forget but uh, someone must be on top of this because they they lost a lot of money. They want to yeah. make sure people are safe. Risk. Like everybody, everything was really, really organized. Really hmm. organized. What are the wait times? Longer than before, right? The wait times for in general, just to like board the plane, deplane. Uh, yeah, boarding was like one person at a time, every six feet. Um, but I like boarding last, just because you're, you're on the plane less, and the minute you sit down, they're like ready yeah. to go. Right. I'm like literally the last one. So I literally watched everyone get on the plane and then had to get on, sit down in like five minutes. They're like rolling back. You're off. Yeah. That's pretty good. yeah. I miss those days. I can't do that anymore. I have kids now. So when we fly, yeah. like we got to yeah, board first. And when yeah, I travel I for work, I always sneak in first. I always make up some excuse so that I can get overhead for my gear. Yeah, true. Like true. I don't want to throw that in the back and some guy drops it. But it yeah, those, those were good days. At the gate, they made me check my carry-on, which had my drone in it and everything. And I'm like, and this happened. So when I was leaving Greece in January, I made it all the way to the gate with my carry-on. And this Greek lady that was working for Lufthansa pointed me out and this other girl out and said, we want to weigh your carry-on bags. Like, like, I've never had my carry-on bag weighed. Really? She goes, put this on this thing. If it doesn't fit inside, we have to check it. And I'm like, you know, I got like, few grand worth of cameras in there like i can't play games and a couple of things were rented from a, a lens rental company yeah so she goes take out anything important uh and she took it so i'm like this better get to athens or i'm gonna hunt you down i told but her that's, but that's classic it. greek airport yeah yeah that happens so, they're like oh you're overweight i'm like you you waited twice and i'm pretty sure you're stepping on the scale they're like, yeah. <laughs> look, for 25 euros, you're not overweight. I'm like, all right, you take card. They're like, cash only. Yeah, at the gate gate. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've experienced this at the gate gate. They're like, for 25 euros. I'm like, what do you yeah. mean? With 25 euros to you? It was free. I'll give her that. It was free. All so right, then, okay. So uh, then fine, I get fine. on the plane. I get on the plane. I get to Boston. And what do you hear in the intercom? Uh, Antonio's Cariotis, please report to the Lufthansa counter, please. Yeah, like, they, they, lost got you. they got you. They lost my bag. So I get there, they're like, your carry-on didn't get on that plane out of Athens. And I'm like, that fucking lady. Oh, really? Like, oh, oh, God, that's a nightmare situation with the gear. Yeah, so like my drone's in there. And I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. They're like, do not worry. It's already flying. Because oh, okay. the two flights that day, it's going to land here in the morning. We'll drive it to your house. That's not Wait. so bad. So I started thinking, how can I make some money out of this? <laughs> so, they they missed the next day. They got it. Hang TV. on, hang on, hang on. Are you about to say something incriminating on here? Remember, we're recording this. No, it's real. It really did have to. I didn't say it's not real. You just said, yeah. "How can I make some money off this?" Like, is your if your insurance watches this, are you going to get in trouble? No, not at all. All right, go for it. Because uh, it was actually clean. It's, it's oh, actually okay, all right. Um, so 
They got it to me the next day, but after five o'clock and the rental company was closed by then. So now I got to wait three more days to return the lens. Oh, okay. So I called them and I'm like, can you guys prepare me an invoice for these specific dates rather than the two full weeks? And we, I spiced up the invoice a little and, uh, <laughs> and they sent me 1200 bucks. That is a, that's yeah. a trip. That's a ticket to Greece for Montreal, 1200 bucks. So that 1200 went to basically pay that trip off because that was a, 12, a, a ticket to Boston and back to Greece. And this is the back to Greece leg. Right. Oh man, that I'm on that's right a now. sweet deal. Return. I had a re- I had a round trip from Athens to Boston, back to Athens, and this is my return back there. So I don't have a ticket home yet. I got to book that soon. Oh right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I didn't. Wait, do you have a Greek passport? Uh, I do not. So are you allowed to do one ways? Yeah, you are. I guess. Huh? It's not a one way. Well, you just haven't. Oh right, it's a round trip. I had trip, a round trip a date. from January from right, Athens right. To, to Boston, back to Greece. Yeah. Right. So now you land in Greece. Oh. Everyone's been in masks, right? So you, like you said, yeah, it's so not you get that put different. The, so everyone's getting off the, the second plane. On the plane, you're filling out these forms with your info, where you're going to stay, whatever. COVID-19 uh, forms, I guess? Yeah, like basically, not, not, you yeah. declare who you are, where you're going to stay for the seven days. Give us a phone number, an email address, an emergency contact, in case we can't reach you. So then you get off and you get put in this room with, and it starts filling up. And like this was no social distancing, but everyone had a mask on. And then is it, you that, this is it that same room, or they have well, somewhere all, new? Basically, it's like the waiting rooms to get on the plane are just enclosed now. Oh, okay, I see. It's like little uh, different groups. It's not that section of uh, the Greek airport where you enter to go through customs, right? You know where the snaking line no, is. No, it's not. No, it's where not you're that. basically okay. walking through the glass areas to get to your board or plane. Oh, okay, okay. And you're coming off. It's just those seating areas are now just enclosed for different purposes each room. I guess that so makes throwing sense. everyone in this room, and there's a lot of people. And you hear this kid, he goes, I've been isolating myself for three months, and right now, what you're doing to me is going to make me sick by putting me in this room with all these people because it was like tight. He's probably right. Yeah, he was right. Um, so now there's just a ton of people in there, and they're going to take like 50 at a time to get tested. Luck, and so everyone's like positioning themselves. Thinking, okay, they might take us this way, or they might take us that way. So they're being, near, they're staying near that area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I see people moving, so I just grab my stuff and I just run with them. And as I get to them, they're like 45, 46, 47, and they kind of be 47. So I made it by three to get into nice. that group. So I'm like, all right, I got out of that. It could have been a two-hour wait. Oof. I get into the the testing area. <laughs> all right, this part's gonna. Uh, they didn't test your asshole, did they? No, but you can start no. hearing you, you you start hearing the test like people coughing. <laughs> but you you're only hearing the guys gag. Well, I guess on yeah. a show called Film My Hole, I shouldn't be surprised. <laughs> all, all the girls are like, oh, nothing. <laughs> well, at least the percentage of the guys, I guess. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, anyways, I just had to share that. I thought it was fun. Uh, so I get I get put into the room, and <laughs> and she looks at me, and I'm like, "Is this pretty simple?" They're like, "Yeah, simple." She hands me this Q-tip. I'm like, "Throw right, not, you're not going in the nose." Because I was prepared to go back to America if they're going to nasal swab me. I can't. Why? Handle I can't handle that. I but, did it here. I did the. Yeah. I had a COVID test on because uh, I was pretty sick when it all started, and, and I have kids. Me? So, no, I didn't have it, but. Yeah. Uh, no, actually, now that I think of it and trying to tell you what's the big deal, why you, it was fucking terrible. Yeah, it, that's why. It, I, I just don't want that violation. Something it feels like it feels like fire in your nose and then a sharp pain. It only lasts a second. Like it's not the, it's yeah. the same thing as an influenza B test. Uh, it hurts, but it hurts more later. Mm. Like there's irritation that happens. Like after yeah. I left, my nose bled a little bit. She was she was rough. Like she she yeah. didn't buy me dinner first. She just went for it dry. Gotcha. Um, but look, man, uh, you're gonna get back on a fucking plane to go back. You take, <laughs> take the fucking nose swab like a man, and you keep going. Uh, I I know that's just what I was saying. Don't be a bitch. Fly back. <laughs> so she goes, yeah, just say ah. I'm like, so I had a body cam on. I had a little DJI Osmo in my bag. Yeah, yeah. I have this all recorded. And she <laughs> she goes, say ah. I go ah and. Literally, all it did was like touch the roof of my throat. 
And I'm like, there's no, and I, she pulls it on. I'm like, that's it. She goes, yeah, all set. I'm like, oh. I don't think that's how it works. I'm not a doctor, but yeah. my understanding of it is you need like tissue. It's not just saliva. Like it needs to, what do I know? Right. This, I, I hope the government's not listening to this now. It feels like the test was designed to, to be negative. That's that was my survival. first thought. That was my, if that's what they're doing, there's two things that are at play here. Either the test was designed to be negative or you're, because there's footage of you doing it, you're trying to explain away why you didn't gag. Those are the two things that could be happening. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm pretty sure it's the former. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'm like the only dude that didn't gag. <laughs> but so they, they just, it just touched it just a little bit. <laughs> I turn, I'm like, huh. Like, okay. okay, thank you. So you then, might be right, though. You might be right. Yeah, building so. confidence, that might be what. Or she just kind of missed and thought she got me, and I got lucky. I guess. Well, not lucky. I wanted to know, but it's been two days, and I still I feel fine. Well, if you, you may have had it before, you may not have it. You may be no. asymptomatic. Who knows? And the thing right? with the test, it doesn't prove if you cut it on the plane. If anything, if you caught it on the plane, it'll still be negative. Correct. So they you just caught it, yeah. But huh. if they, if so, the only way you're going to catch on the plane is somebody was sick on the plane, so that they'll know. Except for the jumbo jet, that was not tested. Hmm. Interesting. There's a lot of like gaps, like testing, mass testing like this to track. It seems mm-hmm. like it's it's not possible for a virus like this. It's yeah. it, there's a weird incubation period. So many asymptomatic people. And this is all assuming that the information we have is accurate because it keeps changing. Like, I'm, I'm not trying to be a coronavirus denier. Like, I'm not. There's a, there's a virus and it's fucking wreaking havoc on the world. Yeah, no, but, sure. like, tracing it this way, it seems, again, I'm not a doctor, but it seems almost impossible. And even the antibody testings, the news coming out of the U.S. about how, like, unreliable it is. Yeah, yeah like, Florida's open for business. They're not having a spike. Montreal, major, like, fucking whole old folks' homes, just everyone's dead. Everyone. Mm-hmm. Uh, our numbers still kind of, now they're okay. They're like, I think there was like 65 new cases today, which is not crazy. Oh, that's low. Right? Yeah, but up until 10 days ago, it was like in the thousands every day. Oh. And the deaths were high. And then all of a sudden, during like the beginning of the protesting, uh the the numbers started to nosedive so i was always like okay by june 16th if this thing functions the way they're saying everyone who's been out protesting is going to start getting sick right but it's it's today it's been three weeks nothing has spiked no in montreal the first protest in montreal oh montreal so like the ones in the u.s started three weeks ago and there's still no but like it's 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 crazy it seems like we found the cure and it's angry people angry people kill coronavirus so if you go out and protest, it, it's not there. Yeah. So like, there's just so many different. I'm not saying they shouldn't be protesting. By the way, I'm just, yeah, I'm yeah, just yeah. trying to like put yeah, it all yeah, together. It's yeah. it's hard to imagine how Greece could mitigate the flow of a virus into its country this way, yeah. and at the same time, keep in mind how many thousands of people are flowing in illegally through the borders. Right. So like, I'm staying here, like for now. <laughs> this after your story, even like nothing you told me seems that crazy. Yeah. But you had me at no more direct flights. I'm not flying through two airports with a baby and a toddler during a pandemic. Yeah, no. no, no. Yeah, no. If you don't have a direct flight, don't do it. I, I think the direct flights are re- resuming in July, but I don't know I'm which still, one. No, I'm not going anywhere this summer. Like, I'm yeah. not with kids. If, if it was not, just me, I'd be there now. If, it's not, if you're not a yearly Greece traveler, then you just take this year off and just say it's a wash this year. Yeah, we're every couple of years. Like we yeah, do if it. you're every couple of years, it's easier to take off. But the people that love being here every summer, they're going to find their way. Like, Look, I love being there every summer, too. I just can't in general. Right. Like, it's not right. like, I mean, I guess I could, but I, I don't have the type of job that allows me to like, hey, I'm taking two weeks off, you know, and yeah. and, and two weeks in Greece is not enough for me. Yeah. Like, I need like to stay long enough. For, like, situating yourself. Exactly. And you're all yeah. fucked up. And I need at least long enough to forget that I don't live there. Like, yeah. I like to I like to be confused when I come back. Like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, that is that's my favorite. When you come back to the States, you're like, oh, what is this? Like, I remember one of my first, first trips, not my first trip to Greece. I was, I was very young the first time we went to Greece. Uh, like, I don't, I barely remember it. But then I didn't go for like 13 years. And my grandfather took me as a gift for my, like, graduating high school. 
And he yeah. took me solo. He's like, no parents, you're just coming with me. We're going to live in the village. I'm like, okay. And it's not like a cosmopolitan village. It's not anywhere near anything interesting. It's yeah, like yeah. landlocked three hours to the beach in either direction, 2,000 meters up. And I remember coming back after that summer and insisting to my father that Coca-Cola must have changed their bottles in North America because they look bigger. And he's you know like, what? I was, you just took that out of my mouth. That was yeah. the one, the one thing I was going to say as a kid. And I wasn't sure if anyone else does this. You come no. in, you look at the one liters for two, three months. You go back and they're like, did they expand the bottle? They look fatter. Yeah, yeah. I was yeah. like, they must have changed them. Show me pictures. Yes. Yeah. And then you wonder, I thought, like, I why? Was you no, no, it's a thing, man. It's a real thing. It must have a name for this. You know, I was trying like, to say that. Like, I'm like, as you were finishing, I'm like, has, have you ever looked at yeah. the bottle coming back? It's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. Also, like, in all honesty, Coke tastes different from here to there. Yeah, the, uh, the last bottle here, yeah, I always remember here as a kid being like, yeah, I had brought a whole bunch back. And my dad's like, why did you bring glass bottles back from Greece? I'm like, aren't they cool? He's yeah. like, okay, because he had glass bottles growing up here. He's like, they're not a novelty. Now they're back, whatever. But in the 90s, this was like 1999 or. Yeah, it was right before 2000. So it was like 98, 99. I but saw an amazing Coca-Cola fake tweet today. It a said, fake tweet? Yeah, it was, and they used the word Coca-Cola as the handle. It was a fake yeah, tweet yeah. for me. And it says, uh, 2020 sucks. Effective immediately, we're putting the Coke back in. Yo, I'm down. <laughs> I'm 100% down. This year sucks. <laughs> I've been trying. Honestly, Coke for me is like Coke. I, I have such a hard time. My wife gets so mad at me. I'll buy like a six, you know, those little six mini bottles. Cause in my yeah. mind, I'm like, they're smaller. I'll drink less. Yeah, I drink yeah. them in like four days. And she's like, what is wrong with you? I'm like, I can't stop drinking Coke. <laughs> like I'll go months where I'm like, no Coke in the house. And then I show yeah, up at yeah. my dad's. I'm like, you got any Coke? You got any Coke? <laughs> I'm like a fucking, it's terrible. It's, yeah, it doesn't yeah. even have cocaine and I'm addicted to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Terrible. <laughs> uh, Coke, if you want to sponsor this, send it on or I'll drink it all. <laughs> uh, give myself like stomach cancer or something. All right. So where were we? We were at the, yeah, I have no idea. Cats. We're at the test. So the test finished, and yeah. they so now I'm assuming I'm going to be escorted with this group to the baggage claim. We're going to grab our bags, and then we're going to be escorted to a bus that's going to take us to the government-paid hotel for the night. So yeah, that's right. They put you in a hotel, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I turn the corner. The guy goes, "Yeah, go that way." You get into the hallway. He says, "Go that way." You make it to the end. The next guy says, "Go this way." You get down there, and you're at baggage claim. I grabbed my bags. One was literally laying out in the middle of the floor. Like people were just assuming bags and just throwing them around. Like <laughs> it wasn't the drone bag, luckily. Well, yeah. um, so I grabbed my bags, and now I'm at the sliding doors that let you into the main lobby. So I'm like, "What the hell's going on right now?" Like I'm feet away from freedom. Um, <laughs> so I'm looking around, nothing. I'm like, I'm make, I'm rolling through. Here I go with my two bags. Nothing. Usually the, the, the doors open. There's like thousands of Greeks waiting for people. It was like five. <laughs> oh, none of those like weird taxi guys. Oh, no, they weren't there. Oh, really? Yeah. I, yeah, I love guys. always going up to one of them saying, hey, let's go. I'm here. <laughs> you got to try I, that. Uh, just go. What do you mean? Like randomly? Just pick one that's got like Smith on it. Just be like, Ella, here, I'm here. Let's go. And just get their reaction. My Has that ever worked? Like I came here one year with my cousin, and he literally went up to the guy and just like with confidence goes, "Here's my bags, let's go." And he and took you. Goes, no, no. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> my, cousin my cousin immediately goes, "I'll oh, just fuck with you." <laughs> oh man, no, that's that's only half a good story. If you guys yeah. have gotten a free yeah, ride, yeah, that's that a good that'll story. Be great. That'll be great. Yeah. I'm gonna do that one day. That's, <laughs> so I now never I'm in the main lobby, and I'm rolling along, and I'm like near the car rental place, so I'm like. I'm just gonna rent a car and get the hell out of here. Yeah. And I'll just. But wait, what about the hotel? No one took me. So now I'm at the point of like I asked this lady, I'm like, "What's going on?" And she goes, "Ask info." So I booked the car. I'm like, you know what? If they do take me, I still rather book the car and have it ready when I get back. Yeah, tomorrow. exactly. Yeah. So I booked the car, and then I'm like, I can't walk out. I gotta ask one more person. I just feel it's bad. It's a responsible thing to yeah, do. Yeah, 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 okay. I hope the government's listening. <laughs> uh, so I walk over to information. I'm like, why am I free right now? Aren't I supposed to be put in a hotel? And they're like, um, you just landed in Germany, right? And I'm like, yeah. He goes, yeah, you're free to go. They're just going to call you tomorrow. And I'm like. Huh? Did they assume, hey. hold on. Did they assume yeah. that because you flew in from a European, a European port of entry that you were from Europe? So, so you're not. Well, assume they wanted to assume. 
because because in their eyes, Howdy, any sense in, in their eyes, Howdy cleared German customs. So that seems like a turn your no. head and look the other way on purpose kind of situation. So here's here's the other caveat, if that's even the right word here. Kavit, uh, it's kavit. Kavit. Um, I was then told that they stopped the hotel process because it was costing them too much money. Somebody else told me this. That makes sense. That makes way more sense. So they would. T- someone said that about a day before you got here, they stopped doing it. Huh. Because I saw someone travel, do the same thing you did, basically, Instagram story the entire process. Yeah. Uh, someone I, I'm friends with. And they went to the hotel. I know my friend who got here three days prior. And it was only a few days, yeah. She was in the hotel, and then they even offered her a second night because they've got the results came so late. You could stay a second night if you want, they said. Uh, that's a sweet deal. It looks like a nice hotel. I think it's the one that's at the airport. No, it's uh, in Ammonia. It's in Ammonia. Oh, yeah. okay. And then another friend came two weeks prior, and she documented the whole thing. They like leave food by your door, like a, like in a brown it's amazing. bag, and it's apples, sandwiches, everything. This is all very disconcerting. Like the so, like I was, and people were like, "Oh, did you? You didn't have to. You're so lucky. You didn't have to do the government hotel." I'm like, I wanted the government hotel. I yeah. wanted the free food so, in the free night. Hold on, did you not have somewhere to go? Uh, I did. I was able to oh, get okay. into my Airbnb a day early. Oh, okay. Because I was like, wait. Yeah, this no, I had the Airbnb set. I was able to get in. Okay. Also, oh, you do the Airbnb thing when you're in Greece. Uh, not always, but okay. I had it set up this time. Um, Honestly, best place in the world to do Airbnbs, Greece. Yeah. I've done it all over the world, and it's never been a better experience than in Greece. Yeah. For sure. yeah. So you end up making a new friend yeah. <laughs> from the host. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, yeah, so I remember uh, last year Milos, a friend in my, me and my friend, we were staying in the Serbian Bean. We were literally kicking it with the foyer yadis that ran the place. Like they had their dining set. It's amazing. Porch upstairs, and we were like kicking it with them. We have a picture of us just hanging out with them. Like, yeah, it's always years. like that. Like in the states, it feels like even in before Corona, like I just get into an Airbnb and the guy's like, "Here's your keys, don't touch me." Like, let me yeah. know if you need anything, and he's gone. The hospitality is different. Yeah, it's different. Like I remember, uh, we stayed in in. Uh, it's like you're part of the culture. Yeah, well, I guess it's different for us too. Like I think Greek, like diaspora Greeks, like Greek Americans, Greek Canadians. I think the Greeks are there. There's like a romanticized version of us. They're like, oh, these Greeks who live far away, especially the Greeks who have never really traveled. Like the ones who have traveled, know, like whatever. We're just we're basically Westerners. Let's speak a bit of Greek. Most of us. But like right. if you if they, you fall on a set who have traveled only a bit, haven't encountered too many, and you speak Greek well, yeah. they're like you're my new best friend. You're hanging out with yeah. me. my wife was like, can you kick the hosts out? We want to sleep. We're in so I, like, I got a travel tip for anyone that's listening. Um, not the government so, though. They 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 tuned out again. Yeah, yeah. Well. <laughs> they don't hear anything fishy. Um, so there's always the thing about how. Don't speak English in a taxi cab because the meter is going to run fast, right? Because they don't—they're just going to take advantage of the tourists. Yeah, I've heard that. Right, it's real. It's—it's it's absolutely been, real. Yeah. But I've learned how to take that one step further and show that yes, I am a tourist, but they're going to charge you the the lowest possible rate. Okay, I'm, I'm all ears because this is interesting. Yes. So you go in there speaking Greek, but. You immediately admit to them that because they, they they can tell like the accent it's not there it's not a true Greek accent. Speak so for yourself. <laughs> I can hide like, for thirty minutes in plain sight. So I pulled it off a few times where they thought I was a local, but it doesn't always work. They can hear it in your pitch. So. Sometimes, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's right. You nailed it. It's pitch. That's what it is yeah. most of the time. That gives it away. So they're like, "Papuisa," and I'm like, "Yeah, up there, Mediki," and I come here yearly. Uh, like I look forward to my summers here because it's like, oh, you're playing that card, okay? No, they lead it on. I originally it started off, yeah, I'm I'm Greek American, but I'm here every summer. They're like, oh, yeah, why do you come so often? I just love it here. I mean, this is home, and you win them over so quickly when they hear this is home. The Greek American loves coming back, they're your best friend. Ah, I don't know, I I think that could go either way at midnight for six euros after this. I've never like, done that, so I'm not going to That's cool. That's, yeah. that's, I, I've, 
I've not had very many bad experiences with Greek cabbies. Yeah. Uh, I've had like mediocre to good, but I always approach it like in complete incognito mode. Like I'm a local, you're going to yeah. do what I tell you and I'm going to sit in the front. And if uh, you let me smoke, maybe I'll tip you. Like that's, that's Another the vibe thing. I approach with. If you're in Athens um, and you're afraid to get overcharged, use the Uber app. Even though Uber yeah. doesn't work. That's Greece, right. Calls are yellow cab for you. Yes, that, that I have heard. But Uber, Uber doesn't work anywhere in Greece or just in Athens? No, just they don't, Athens. it doesn't work anymore, yeah. yeah. Just in Athens. And it's not, you can't actually become an Uber driver. It's, it's, uh, they said. Yeah, yeah, it's the cabs. Yeah, the syndicates are strong. Because two years ago, there was cab, there was Uber drivers and they got their asses beat by the. Yeah, I remember that. There's only they like a few things. They got into a big brawl. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. So, but like, so okay, hold on. I feel like we've tangented on weird cab stories too long. Uh, what's your plan now? Like, what's uh, oh, yeah, yeah. that? I didn't even finish the, the airport story. So. I don't know. Did you? You left. You got in a cab. You got in a car. Yeah, no one checked you. You left. Told, yeah, he told me just go. I get out of the car and yeah, I go to my Airbnb and that was it. And I'm still waiting. It's been 48 hours and I haven't got my results. So you have to effectively do the seven days or do as long as it takes to get a negative result, right? No, the negative result has nothing to do with it. Stop to do the seven days. Seven days. If they call me and say you're positive, they probably come pick me up and put me in the government hotel for two weeks. Okay, so what's the verdict here? Like, do you think like the system actually is going to weed out people who could potentially infect other people? No. Again, you're not a doctor. You witnessed it though. No, because they can't. They're not going to detect it if you caught it on the plane. They're only going to detect it if you were sick and flying. Right. Huh. So where well, are you off you to? Let's say you caught it in your connection. Sorry, what did you say? Uh, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Let's say you caught it on the connecting flight. They have no way of knowing that. No, Because they're not tracing the rest of that flight. They're tracing the small plane out of Germany, and you caught it on the jumbo jet, but went undetected, and now you're in Mykonos, slobbing on some whatever. One, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was talking <laughs> about a bottle, dude. A nice bottle of Belvedere. Uh, oh, I just met another human being. That's where I was going. Yeah, but yeah. Talking kids, kids are listening. There's no kids listening to fill <laughs> my hole. Listen, kids, if you're listening, tell your parents they're bad parents. <laughs> uh, go on. Uh, so yeah, so they, then they're in Mykonos, not knowing they're sick, passing it on. Things can get bad this summer. So I'm be I'm. That's my I'm biggest fear. Not to be at party scenes. I'm not like. And anyone's just listening, saying, "Oh, you don't want Greek Americans there, but you're there. Why are you there?" I'm here to do a lot of work. Like I'm not yeah, here. Yeah, no, for sure. I'm not here to just tan and swim. I'm gonna do that for a little bit, but I have like daily agendas. Um, Look, it's one thing if it's pleasure; it's another thing if it's business. Like obviously, for you, it's a mix of both. And again, I tip my hat to you uh, for pulling that off. But uh, like for me, it's not worth the risk. One to potentially bring something in from a city that's clearly not handling it well here uh and to even and to get sick abroad and i've been sick in greece and i've had excellent experiences in the greek hospital system possibly the best of my life and i come from canada like we have you know we don't this is a fucking fallacy but we have socialized amazing healthcare we don't you'll fucking die waiting and it's it's clean and up to date and modern but greece was the most some of the most efficient healthcare i've ever had and i was super sick uh and i'm still nervous to go there and get sick with two kids and a wife and like it's just weird i get sick every summer i come to greece the last five years most people do most people do because you're coming off of the air no no i'm talking about middle of the trip something happens to me like last year i was week a month into my trip i'm in minos and i start freezing and it's like 80 degrees out like congested I let me guess chill. everyone's telling you all the locals are telling you it's because you sleep with the air conditioner on too cold yeah the right? filters got me sick i'm telling you it's the ac yeah, filters they don't change them. exactly everyone yeah. always says the ac makes you sick but they're thinking like oh it's cold but really you're it's sleeping in a filter. place that a thousand people have slept in yeah and like these probably filters disgusting. they should be changed like monthly yeah and that's not a grease thing like this happened to us in the in florida last uh april and my wife ended up being hospitalized for like uh, some weird inflammation from mold in her lungs yeah. and she was pregnant oh. at the time wow. so yeah we like, had to so it was hot but i couldn't sleep with ac so what we would do is just put it on blast until i know i'm gonna go to bed 
freeze the room as much as possible, turn it off, and sleep as fast as possible so you don't feel the heat. Yeah, well, it depends where you are. Later, I had to like literally wear a jacket when we went out for like a walk in in the middle of. Oh yeah, I've been there. That happened to the last the last time that I get. Oh, excuse me. I just burped on a podcast. I'm going to cut that out. The last time that I get sick, I'm trying to think. I got midway through. All of a sudden, we were just leaving. Uh, we were in Rhodes, heading to Paros. Yeah. And I just got sick randomly. Like, randomly. On the last two, three days, I just got, like, a sinus infection. Yeah. For that, no yeah, reason. all the time. And, then, and Greek pharmacies are real pharmacies. They're not, like, in North America, where it's also a supermarket and also other things. And, like, European, I'm sure you've noticed this, European uh, medication, there's no branding on it. Like no. it's not, it's not like it's bright colors. It's it's the law though. It's effective. Uh, what like Panadol and stuff? Meaning no. So here's the story. Well, five, four, five years ago, I have these four cousins. They're all siblings and they're all doctors. Okay. They're like surgeons, this, that. They're like military surgeons. So we're out one night. It's like my last night after like a three week trip, and we're just sitting at some like beach, uh, some bar down in Kalamata. And I take a sip and I turn my head and like, I get a muscle spasm right here. Oh yeah, I've been there. And it was so bad that I couldn't swallow. Oh I couldn't, I tried to chew the food and I'm like, guys, I can't pull it down. Like I was like struggling to pull the air down. And they're like, let's, let's, so we slowly made our way out of there. I was able to like calm down. We stopped to see if we could eat. We try to eat one more time. We get a gyro and I just try biting the fries. I mean, I, I can't pull it down. Like, it's not going down. It's a lot like of pain. Pop like a muscle or a nerve yeah. or something, right? So they're like, all right, we're going to go find a 24-hour pharmacy. We know the medicine that you need. We buy this lotion. Start rubbing it all over me. It was gone, like, in hours. Well, what was it? I get a lot of I stiff necks. I, yeah, I think I, I know what it was. It was this muscle right here that helps you swallow just spaz and went. Yeah, the old uh, torticolio, I think it's in Latin or something. Yeah, in something the, like the, the look in, in French, because they yeah. use it often, the term is called yeah, the torticolio, right? One of the situations. So I'm like desperate to avoid this disease, this COVID. No, I, I, I believe you. I'm right there with you. I'm a bit of a hypochondriac. But I do got to admit, I did get a, like a congestion on the plane. So when I well, got here the, the first uh, day, right, it's common. Like I had the sinus congestion. I was lightheaded. Right I'm like, here. I'm like, no, I didn't have pain there. I just no? I had a tight nose. I couldn't breathe out of my nose. I was a little lightheaded. And I'm like, great. I got COVID. It's coming. <laughs> like, it's Do you want to hear the dumbest airplane uh, injury you'll ever hear in your life? Tell me. So two years ago or three or two, maybe three years ago. I forget when it was. I think it was 2017. Uh, I flew to Greece solo for the first. I had never flown in my life by myself. I'm 33 yeah. years old. Okay. I was 31. I had never been on an airplane by myself. Like it? uh at the time it was okay last year i flew 14 times solo so like i'm used to it now like it's a whole different like getting into an airplane for me now is like getting into a cab i was like that's what i got i just fall asleep and that's it but this was the first time i had ever done it and i was i was a bit nervous and i uh i have sinus issues so i always take uh antihistamines before i fly and i don't know i guess i was nervous i was talking to this weird old portuguese lady the whole flight and i literally had a pack of xl gum and I went through the whole pack during the flight. I was just constantly chewing gum. When I landed in Athens, I missed my flight because I had to pee so bad. And there was a lineup for the bathroom that I ran to another bathroom. And then I missed my connecting flight to Rhodes to go meet my wife and kid. So I called my buddy. I'm like, look, I'm stranded in Athens for the day. Can I come over? He's like, okay. So I go over to his house. He goes, what do you want to do? I'm like, I don't know, whatever. And then all of a sudden I go. And he's like, what's wrong? I'm like, I can't move my jaw. And my jaw had the second uh, the inflammation of flying and being at pressure yeah. came down, I got lockjaw from chewing gum for 12, like nine hours. And it took oh, four okay. days for like eating. It was like I'd eat a French fry. Like I would like oh. mush it with my tongue a little bit just to get yeah. it down. It's terrible. And oh. I tell my wife, and I'm on the phone. I'm like, I don't know. My jaw's fucked up. I can't come to the ground. I don't know. She's like, were you chewing gum the whole flight? <laughs> I'm like, why, why would you ask me that? She was like, were you? I'm like, yes, yes, I was. She goes, you'll be fine. Take an Advil or go find some Neurofriend, whatever they have in Greece. Hop on a plane the next day? Uh, I did, yeah. Well, I, no, I spent, I don't remember. No, actually, I caught a flight late, like really late that night. Like we basically got shit-faced in Athens all day, like to like numb the pain. Like we went for coffee. I went and got a haircut. Then we went, went drinking, went for a nap. Then we ate. Then we went drinking again. Then I got on a plane and I went to my family. 
And I would we, love to go to like Monastirat. You'd have a drink right now. <laughs> I just can't get out. Well, well, you're in Glifada. Just go downstairs. There must be something. No one's going to catch you. No, it's not a hotel. It's just an Airbnb room. Yeah, well, you're in a neighborhood, right? You walk to, yeah. a, to a, like a, a town square. There must be something. Yeah, no, I could. I just... I it's know. alcohol. As long as you wear your mask and then you drink booze, no one's getting hurt. Eh, but you, uh, what what'd you say? I'll tell you off the record. <laughs> off, yeah, after after. Yeah, I'll tell you okay, if I. So what's what's next? Where are you heading to next? And like, uh, I think we're gonna we're coming up on the end of our hour. I like I told you at the beginning, I want to keep yeah, them yeah. under an hour so yeah, we can sure. get them on IG. Yeah. But, uh, where where what's the plan? Where are you heading to after uh, you're well, you're set free? Yeah, when quarantine ends Saturday, our plan is to hit um, probably four or five islands. Um, we're gonna. You go to Paros? Huh? Are you doing Paros again? Paros is on the list, yes. Go to Aegean Delhi. Okay. This is how we first met. I was talking, go to, go to Aegean Delhi. Okay. You have to go to Aegean Delhi. It's, it's right in the town square off the, the port. It's like, dead, you, can't, you cannot miss it. It's literally right. in the center of the fucking square. Done. Done. I always like trying new places. No, oh, um, you're going to blow your mind. So the, the, th- the four that are definitely going to happen is... Milos, but not in this order. Um, yeah, yeah. We're going to order it most efficient with the ships. Um, Milos, Paros, uh, probably Mykonos because it's going to be so empty. It's going to be so weird. I want to see that. I wonder uh, if it'll be empty. It will because it's going to, it's like yeah. tourism hasn't even started. Um, and for Legendros is going to possibly be on it. Plus one or two more that we're going to pick on the fly. Okay. So you just. It sounds like a fun summer, a regular the summer of COVID. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Maybe you'll come back married or something. You'll meet like a like a lovely Russian girl on an island. Maybe, but yeah, yeah. me I'm shooting a film for Sarakiniko Beach on Paros. I'm shooting a film that's designed just for Nausa, and then the rest is going to be random content creation. On Milos, you're filming what? Nausa and Paros, no? Strictly on Milos Island. It's going to be one film based off just one beach, the, one, uh, the moonscape, Sarakiniko. Oh, right. Right. Oh, you, okay. Sorry. I thought I mixed up where you were saying. I just lo- I lost track of you there for a second. I'm shooting a film basically just Nausa, just the ins and outs of Nausa. Nausa is interesting. A little too dense yeah. for me, like too party party, but I'm sure it'll be quieter now. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. Yeah. At nights, it does fill up down by Baruch, yeah. uh, salty and all that. It gets pretty intense. Yeah. 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 So uh, where can so we already know where people can find you? He is Greece, so it's yeah. at, at I am Greece, right? Greece is where my page, but if you want to see my my personal travels along this way, it's at I am Greece. And you're going to be posting everything like story style. Yeah, we'll be doing daily posts, and because I'm going to have a, an assistant with me, and she'll be uh, producing a lot of the story stuff. Like, all right, cool the Very scene cool. of the filming and just into like i'll be talking to her camera and i'll be going on my story and stuff like that nice the dream to have someone else do it for you yeah that's the it's dream the, man uh, yeah. yeah all right well thank you for coming to the hole my thank name you. is phil balabanos uh but you knew that I, I assume everyone knows that at this point you can follow me at balabanos.com at p balabanos all that shit's down there i don't need to go over it every time spotify itunes it's on there if you guys want to listen to this i assume based on your request for a copy of this it's not for just you know as a good memory you may also share it on your page if you give that me what i'll think about it now that i've gotten the interview out of you i'll see what i want to do but again thank you for doing this it was great to actually fucking meet you and actually have a conversation yeah. with you finally yeah. And sure. uh, I guess I'll share the link in my story with a screenshot. So that there you know. go. So if you guys are too lazy to follow me, go follow Tony. <laughs> and Greek government, look, it's 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 turnkey. It's a turnkey operation. Give him like three four months to flush it out. You guys can buy it. I, I think of me as a realtor. Okay, I'm just gonna set it up. I'll take my cut and I'm gone. They can't buy it. They can acquire. They can acquire me, but they cannot buy it. Well, they cannot buy it. That's it. We're not. It's not for sale, guys. But maybe a nice. You tell someone you can't do something. It's just gonna make them eager to want to do it. Or you can get a nice service contract out of it. Thank you for listening to Fill My Hole, Tony. Thanks for coming on, and I'll see you guys in the next video or in the next audio, and we'll have another guest who is Tony.
You've been listening to Fill My Hole. This podcast is available on YouTube in its full video form. If you're lazy and you don't want to Google it and you don't want to search on YouTube, balabanos.com, hit the podcast section. You can subscribe directly to the RSS. My name is Phil Balabanos, and I'll see you next time.